Hare Krishna. So we'll have a short class on the appearance of Lord Nisingadev, Nisingachaturudasi. And then, if any of you'd like to continue kirtan after that, we can just continue as long as we want to for the kirtan. Um, it's tradition amongst the Gaudiya Vaishnavas to always speak at the time of a festival so that um, the Lord can be glorified by the various methods that we use for glorifying. Kirtana means to glorify. Kirtanam iti kirtiyate means that. Kirtanam means to glorify. And there are different ways we glorify. We glorify by reading, by doing japa, by doing kirtan, by actually uh, preparing nice prashadam, uh, bhoga, offering it to the Lord, and then honoring that prashadam. So various means. Uh, pretty much everything we do in Krishna consciousness is for the glorification of the Lord and therefore considered kirtanam. So please repeat after me. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Jnana Timirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasme Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupaha Kadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vanchakalpa Trupascha Kripasandhubya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhya Vaishnavebhya Namo Namaha Nama Om Vishnapadaya Krishna Pishthaya Bhutale Shemate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shinyavadi Paschat Deshatarine Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shivasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Jai Shrimad Bhagavatam Mahapurana Ki Jai Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Shri Gaur Bhakta Binda Ki Jai Nitai Gaur Pramanande Hari Hari Bo. So the pastime of Lord Nrsingadev is actually a very amazing pastime because no one could have predicted what the Lord was going to do in this situation. When Prahlad Maharaj came up uh, with the answer to Lord Nrsingadev, I'm not going to relay the history because that was done this morning. If you listen to the class this morning, uh, uh, Mother Jayshri Radha Prabhu spoke very nicely about the pastimes leading right to the end. But I'm going to pick up on some things and then expand on Lord Nasingadev's pastimes in our times. How has he come to ISKCON and what he's done inside ISKCON, that is his pastimes in ISKCON itself. Because that's very interesting. To know the pastimes of Lord Nasingadev in Satya Yuga, which is like millions of years ago, may you might feel a little disconnect. 
you know, because you'll feel like, well, those people lived a hundred thousand years in one lifetime, by the way. Right? We live a hundred years in one lifetime. They lived a hundred thousand. And Prahlad Maharaj spoke this science at the age of five. When you compare the age of five to hundred thousand, for us in a hundred years would mean something like the second or third day after you're born. You know, that's how amazing this whole whole pastime is. And so, here, and uh, uh, Lord is saying there's pastime, I want to narrate something that, uh, that Pankajangri uh, Prabhu actually relates about Lord and Dev because he's like the chief pujari for Lord and Dev. And, and he says something that actually we should actually pay heed to because our life is slowly uh, slipping us by, right? Uh, death can come at any time, as we know now with COVID-19. We call it an equal opportunity demon. He can take the life of the best of the best and the worst of the worst and everybody in between, and no one has any idea what's going to happen next. So if we are not aware that 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 can happen to any one of us at any time, then... I want to say something from what Lord Nasingadev is saying uh, that actually tells us how we should be very, very, um, how we should be very, very aware of the fact that at any time, that little drop that's sitting on the leaf, which is our life, that shaking of the leaf, now there's a heavy wind called COVID coming around, that leaf is really shaking. So that drop falling off is not going to be something amazing like that. So... Uh, uh, so this is the verse that he actually quotes. Om Namo Bhagavate Sri Mahanrasinghaya Dangshtakarla Vardhanaya Ghora Rupaya Vajranakaya Jwalamalini Mama Vigya Pacha Pacha Mama Bhayan Bindi Bindi Mahashatrum Vidraya Vidraya Mama Sarvam Rishta Prabhanjaya Prabhanjaya Chata Chata Hana Hana Chindi Chindi Mama Sarvabhishtam Puraya Puraya Mam Raksha Raksha Humfat Swaha. Now this is the translation, okay? Owner Singhadev, whose form is terrible by sharp and long teeth, who is very fearful to see with, uh, with strong large nails and who is garlanded by flames. This is what it says. <clears throat> Excuse me. Destroy, destroy my obstacles and kick out, kick out my fear. Scatter, scatter my enemies. Destroy, destroy my karma. Flash, flash. Kill, kill. Cut, cut. Ever fulfill, fulfill my desire to serve you and protect me uh, and all around me. Like that. So here in this description, when we speak like that, when that is the prayer to Lord Nasingadev, you can imagine that in our, uh, in our karma, in our pastimes, are so many things that are very sweet also. It's not like everything is, uh, 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 fearful or miserable or distasteful. Many things in our lives after we've taken birth in this life have been very sweet. And yet, this verse says, Destroy all of that, flash, kill all that, cut all of that from the past. So why why is this being said? So this is being said 
because Lord Krishna wants us to know there is something much better that I want to give you. It's a little like, you know, if we're born of a very, very wealthy parent and that parent can do so much for us and we're a little young, so we like to play with toys and we become attached to the toys, you know? My toy, my teddy bear, my whatever it is and become so attached when the parent is saying, let go, I want to give you something better. We think, no, there is nothing better. This is it. This is my toy, you know? And when the parent is taking it away, the child screams, you know, kicks, creates a great fuss. But then when the child receives that thing that is actually a lot better, then the child appreciates the parent. So for us, the same thing happens when we actually uh, pass away from this lifetime. Krishna holds back the great gifts of everything we've done, all of the uh, uh, the uh, bhakti that we're performing, the the, uh, uh, the devotional service that we're doing, has amazing, amazing rewards. But those amazing rewards are not given to us immediately. Why? Because we also have a very, very powerful false ego. So what happens is, if we get the gift ahead of time, then our false ego will tell us, wow, I was successful. Now I can do so much more. Before I was doing all of this, now I can do a lot better at what I was doing. So then we'll sort of waste the gift. It's a little like, imagine, you know, there is a five-year-old child, because Prahlad Maharaj was five years old. There's a five-year-old child, and the parent decides to give the five-year-old child a million dollars. What do you think the child will do with that million dollars? What do you think the child will do? Huh? Buy toys for sure. Candy, yeah, candy big time, toys big time, right? May even decide to play some games with that money, right? Like burn the money, you know? Make some, uh, make some things happen with the money that are fancy, you know, might even try to put it in its mouth to taste it, see what it tastes like. But it'll obviously waste the million dollars and not use any of it really for the most beneficial purpose Now, if the same person was a 25-year-old, how would they use that money? What would they do? Buy a house. Before a house, I think they look at something else. A car, right? Flashy car. You know, let me get a flashy car. Right? So a house, yeah. What else might they do with that money? They might use it for education, right? Make sure they got the best education, so they have the best qualifications to have the best job or get the best training so I can run a big business and become a multi-billionaire myself, right? Things like that. Now, a 55-year-old, how would they use that money? Or 50-year-old, let's say a 50-year-old. How would they use the same million dollars? Huh? For a saving? Okay, yeah. Put it into investment accounts so when I get older, I won't... Sorry? Did what? Say it again? Say it a little louder, huh? Pay for his divorce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe true, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is the real world, so that's true. So you can see how it all changes as you go, right? Now, how would a sannyasi at 75 years of age, let's hope that the sannyasi is at 75. You know, we started sannyas much younger for some of us. But really, sannyas is meant to be the final stage, the fourth stage. So let's just say we're going to live 100 years and sannyasi is from 75 years of age. How would a sannyasi use a million dollars? Huh? Build a temple. Might be a little hard for a million dollars to build a temple. But yeah, reaching out to preach. Okay. Yeah. May contribute towards a temple that's being built. Okay. Uh, yes, preaching. Uh, you know, serving devotees. Right? 
making sure devotees are happy, the deities are happy, because that's the purpose of sannyasi. Sannyasi is full-time thinking. It's all about the Supreme Lord and his devotees. And he or she will see, if sannyasini, he or she uh, uh, will see that all living entities are children of Krishna. He or she will not discriminate and say only ISKCON devotees are devotees and nobody else is devotee, right? Because now they've matured to understand. Krishna says, Aham Bij Pradapita, I'm the seed-giving father of all living entities. So obviously, he wants, he'll make sure that all children can benefit like that. So we can see, right? Now, imagine that the same gift is given after you die. That's a little hard to imagine. By the way, there's a mantra in our, in our scriptures that you're supposed to chant after you die. Not going to be an easy thing to do. So the priests, what they do is they chant it on behalf of the person as the, as the <laughs> coffin is going into the fire. We sort of preach because we know that person's not going to be able to chant it. But what do you think would happen if a person got wealth after? Let's just say it's not a million dollars now because it's, that person's done a lot of devotional service. So now it's going to get amazing wealth. Like what do you think might be the wealth a devotee will get after they leave their body? What do you think? What do you think you're hoping to get when you leave your bodies <laughs> for your next life? Don't be shy. It's okay. You can speak your heart. Be simple-hearted. Sorry? If you get it right, nothing? No, no, you will, you will, you will. Oh, no, Krishna gives gifts. He's a lovely gift giver. Yeah, he'll give you a gift, like, say, for example... In Golod Prindavan, a wonderful, nice place where that's your kunja and that that's where he's going to come and accept service from you or something like that, right? It's going to be amazing. The wealth is going to be amazing. It's not like the wealth from here. You're right. Nothing about here. Yeah, absolutely. But something about the spiritual, obviously it's all about love means to give and accept gifts. And Krishna knows that better than anybody else, by the way. And there the devotees actually challenge Krishna. You give me a gift, I'll give you an even bigger one. And Krishna says, no, 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 you can't beat me on this one. And they challenge each other forever like that, right? But the gift that the person gets there will be used for what purpose? Solely to please Krishna, right? And Krishna's devotees. Everyone there is Krishna's devotee. So everybody loves everybody there. Everybody takes care of everybody nicely. And that's why Prabhupada set up this movement. If you think and look back at the time when the Hare Krishna movement started, you will see the devotees had a lot of love for one another. They were very united. They really cared about one another. They're very bright-faced devotees. And they're all about how to show some pleasure to Krishna and how to do things together so Prabhupada can be happy, so Krishna can be happy. And everything was like, let Prabhupada be happy, let Krishna be happy. Just yesterday was the disappearance festival of Jayananda Prabhu. And now we call him Jayananda Thakur because, you know, we know some of the things that he did in his life were amazing. Amazing, amazing things. I'm just to give you one small pastime, okay? How he was, he, he was a great leader. So one of the things as a leader, he would make sure that those who were working with him, they would also have lots of prashadam. Because you know, in the beginning, Hare Krishna, prashadam was like, whoa, that's it, right? That's the reward. You go out and work hard all day, come back and you look forward to the feast. And it's going to be rasgulas and, you know, uh, simply wonderfuls. And especially one big thing was halava. And that halva was made with butter, not with ghee, you know? And it has a special taste. And they used to look forward to a plate of halva like that. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, they would come back like that, right? So one day, 
in the, at the New York Ratiatra. By the way, a little story that you people may not know. When Ratiatra started in New York, Jai Shri Radha Kalachanji Ki Jai. Uh, it was Jayananda Prabhu who started the first Ratiatra in New York. And so when he went there, they needed a place where they could uh, make the cart. So they needed to be able to have a flat space. So they were using a place that belonged to the railways, a railway company there. And so he went to the railway company and asked them, can I use this space so that I can build my cart? And the railway company said, sorry, but we just sold this land to somebody else. So you'd have to go and ask the new owner. If the new owner lets you use it, you can use it. Guess who the new owner was? Donald Trump. And by the way, Donald Trump had already visited the Hare Krishna temple. And he liked the devotees. So when the devotees came to him and said to Donald Trump, can you please use your land? Of course. Sure, you can do whatever you like. It's amazing, right? Sometimes we think of people and we don't quite know all the things that happened. And you know, even, so yesterday, Dina Bandhu Prabhu was, was glorifying him, you know, for having done that. And Jananda Prabhu was, was, you know, totally blown away. He thought, thank you. Now we can build this. So they built a cart and everything. And then, when they finished the cart, they didn't have any prashadam. You see? Somebody had not made a lot of prashadam so that they could eat. And so, he, and, and so the devotees became unhappy. Because they always look forward to, after hard work, a lot of prashadam. And there's no prashadam there. So guess what Dhinabandhu Prabhu did? He said, okay, in the wheels of this cart, there's a lot of grease. And he said, that's also Jagannath Prashadam, because it's on Jagannath's cart. So he took the grease in his hand and he started eating the grease. I mean, that's faith. That's faith in Jagannath. I mean, you know, no one has that much faith. You know what I'm saying? He had faith like that. This is Prashadam. I'm going to eat this. This is Prashadam. He wanted Prashadam. And it's a little like halva, except it's a little blackish in color. The other halva is a little fawnish in color, and this one is blackish in color. I mean, that's amazing, right? I mean, you know, if you think of some of the things our devotees did in the beginning of this movement, we'll roll on the floor with ecstasy. You know? How nice they were, how sweet they were, how much love they had for one another, and things like that. And this is really the future of our movement. We have to do that. We're not so good at it in Dallas right now. But, you know, we're creating a new structure, and the idea of this new structure is to bring about this type of a situation. So we love, have so much love for one another, we care for us so, so much, for, for each other so much, that actually if anybody comes and joins us, they'll say, ah, oh, we want to be part of this movement. This is the movement we want to be part of. Just like at that time, how many people joined Hare Krishna? Why? They were attracted to something. They were attracted to the dress that the deities had, devotees had. They were attracted to the deities. They were attracted especially to the prashadam and to the kirtan. Prabhupada called it the two iskan bullets, right? And, but they were also attracted to the devotees. They, they were young devotees. They were very beautiful looking devotees. Older ones don't look as beautiful. But the young ones look very beautiful, right? So they were attracted just by the beauty of the devotees. The bright faces and the, and the devotees, uh, uh, confidence in the, uh, in the philosophy. I mean, they were convinced when they would speak. It's about Krishna. I remember there's one beautiful, uh, video that I just saw. Uh, the devotees with a, a TV anchor, and the TV anchor is asking the devotees question, they're sitting around him, and he asks some very difficult questions. And the, and the boys and the girls, all devotees by the way, and today we know them as, uh, people like Mother, uh, Rukmini, uh, 
Garuda Prabhu, if you looked at them, they were really young at that time. Like, you know, 18, 19 year olds can, they're really sweet looking devotees, you know. And they're answering questions like, you know, they were experts in philosophy at 18, 19. You know, they just heard the philosophy, but they were so interested in it that they could speak it, you know, like it was just from a previous life or something. You know, we could tell that these people are not ordinary. They obviously dropped in from some other planet, you know, just to get the movement started and help Prabhupada, just like, you know, the, the monkeys help Lord Ramachandra, right? So similarly, these wonderful devotees came to help Prabhupada, you know, like that. And they're just amazing devotees. So anyway, I'm going to say a few pastimes. So we've not got much time. But, uh, but these are pastimes that actually happened uh, uh, on this planet. So the first one. Lord Nisimhadev's Pujari had a very startling dream in which the director of the temple called him and told him to bring some diesel oil, saying, we're going to sacrifice Lord Nisimhadev. He said, you're going to do what? <laughs> Exclaimed the Pujari. Yes, we're going to sacrifice Lord Nisimhadev. This is in the dream, okay? You can't do that. This is crazy. Just bring the diesel, will you? Oh, I will bring the oil, but I don't want anything to do with this. It doesn't make any sense. After some time, the Pujari returned to the temple and was totally shocked to see that everything had been completely burned by a great fire and all that remained of the deity was his feet and ankles. Early next morning, he approached the chief Pujari and asked if he could explain the meaning of this terrible nightmare. After thinking for a while, he began to smile and said, Oh yes, you see, yesterday was the start of Jaladan, the festival of dripping water on Shalagram for one month. But we forgot to observe it. Therefore, Lord Nisimhadev is letting you know <laughs> that, that he is burning up and you should immediately begin Jaladan which we did. <laughs> Pastime number two. Once Lord Nasingadev's worship was going on as usual, when the Pujari noticed that one flower fell from Lord Nasingadev's garland. The Pujari asked the visitors if anyone's offering any special prayers to Lord Nasingadev. That happens, by the way, you'll notice if you're doing something really special, some flower will drop. That's your indication the deities are actually blessing you. And in Mayapur, what they do is the Pujari sees it, or if you see it, you can ask the Pujari for that flower, and they'll go up on the altar and give you that flower. They're very happy to give you that flower. They know that's a special blessing. The visitors in front did not say anything, but from the back, one lady came forward with tears in her eyes. She said, my daughter got married about four or five years ago, and she has no issue. The people in my son-in-law's house consider this inauspicious. So I was praying to Nisimhadev that he might help her in her desperate situation. Then the Pujari said, your prayer is granted. The symptom is that this flower fell from Lord Nisimhadev's garland. Please take this and keep it nicely. You can wash this flower and give the water to your daughter to drink. Then the lady left and later the Pujari forgot about the incident. After one year, the same devotee along with her daughter, son-in-law, and a newborn baby, came smiling to Lord Nisimhadev. She remained, she reminded the Pujari about the prayer she made one year back, as a result of which her daughter gave birth to a very nice baby boy. You know, in India it's like, <laughs> a nice baby boy. It's Vaikuntha, you know what I mean? I'm in heaven. <laughs> Whom they named? Prahlad. 
And once again, they offered a very nice puja offering to Lord Nasimhadev. Pastime number three. I want to get to one pastime that comes in the end, so I'm going to skip some of these pastimes. One of our Namahatta devotees, Kalyanit Dasi, Kalyanit Dasi, has two daughters. The elder one is Pratibha, and the younger one is called Anubha. Both of them are married, and they have grown up children. They both live in the same city, Birhampur. Once the husband of Pratibha fell extremely sick and was in a coma, near to death. Along with the other relatives, the younger sister, Anubha, was also in great anxiety about her brother-in-law's situation. She went to the hospital, and as she was a devotee, she prayed to Lord Nsingadev at Iskand Mayapur to help her brother-in-law. She came home and went to bed with a heavy heart. At the end of the night, she had a dream in which Lord Nsingadev came near to her and told her, Don't worry. Your brother-in-law is okay. And then her dream broke. In the morning, the news came from the hospital that the patient was doing well. His saline drip and oxygen had both been removed and he was now able to talk. Okay, I'm going to give a pastime from... This is about a Russian lady. One Russian lady used to make Tulsi garlands for Lord Nisingadev every day. Being pleased with her, Lord Nisingadev's pujari gave her one of Lord Nisingadev's false fingernails as pushada. She took it and kept it with her. That night she had a dream in which she saw Lord Nsingadev had come to her and was sitting on, on her bed. The Lord put his fingers with his long nails inside her heart <laughs> and pulled out something black and said, You see this? This is not love. It is lust, and there is still more here. What shall I do with it? She could not reply, and her dream broke. The next day, she went before Lord Nsingadev and asked him to throw it far away. <laughs> pastime number six. Okay, I'm going to move on, because I want to come to this pastime. This is like one of the best pastimes I've seen, I've heard of Lord Nsingadev actually happened. This is the ninth pastime. Lord Nisingadev shows his mercy even to a non-devotee. I mean, this should really encourage us. <laughs> Yashoda Mata's 85-year-old foster father passed away two months ago. Yashoda Mata is a devotee of Krishna. Her father, 85-year-old, passed away two months ago. During his stay in the hospital, Yashoda Mata prepared a tape recorder and played the Hare Krishna Mahamantra all day long in his ward. Her foster father was actually in semi-coma, semi-coma. But miraculously, when he heard the Mahamantra, gradually he awoke with his closed eyes and appeared to be enjoying the music and the sound vibration. He started to follow the tempo by tapping his hand on the edge of his bed. I mean, he's in coma, okay? He's coming out of the coma. The first thing he does is he's tapping his fingers on the edge of the bed. His, fang, his finger ring made the sound like dun, 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 dun. Okay. It's familiar, right, for us. He looked like he was totally meditating on a Mahamantra. Suddenly he spoke. Look, there's a huge five-clawed man and his head looks just like a lion's. He's pointing like that, you know. He is coming into my ward. Don't you see him? He is coming. The foster father, still with closed eyes, He's not got out of his coma yet. His eyes are still closed. He can see. 
Oh yes, I forgot. You all cannot see him. But he is really there. I do not know who he is. That moment, Yeshua Mata and her daughters looked at each other in great surprise and answered, Father, he is Lord Nursingadev? What dev, he asked. Remember, this person has no idea about Krishna consciousness. Right? Never heard the word Nisingadev before. Never heard the word dev before. But you know, of the whole name Nisingadev, he could remember that little part me and dev. What dev? I don't know him. But he's nodding his head to tell me that he is. <laughs> you sure the mother felt great ecstasy in hearing this. For in her house, she keeps a model of Lord Nisingadev's deity from Mayapur and had been offering heartfelt prayers to him so that her father could leave his body without any attachment and that his soul can become Krishna's devotee in his next birth. Isn't that how devotees think, right? Continuously, her father said, Look, he is smiling to me and starting to speak again. Oh, he is telling me that I have to learn to chant what you are chanting now. What exactly are you chanting, he said. I mean, he heard his daughter chant all the time, okay, before this. But never that thing went to his mind. What are you chanting? Now he's asking, what are you chanting? It is a mantra, she replied, to call the holy name of the Lord. I don't know what mantra. Please teach me, he said. All right, father, please repeat after me and listen carefully. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare, Hare. Hare, Rama, Hare, Rama. Rama, Rama, Hare, Hare. Yeshoda Mata taught her foster father word by word, patiently. Without taking a long time, he learned and tried to chant and chanted so nicely. See, this is Lord Nisinga, there's mercy, right? She says, you can chant, you will chant nicely. The next day, he passed away with tranquility. Reminds me of a pastime. I have to tell you this because this is a really nice pastime. Now I'll continue. In Fiji, the temple president from a very wealthy family was receiving Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada came to actually visit Fiji and so he was at the temple president's house. Prabhupada is giving the class and there are people sitting in the living room attentively listening and a dog walks in. And they had no idea the temple president had a dog. You know, temple president had a dog before he became temple president. Before at that time, devotees didn't I have this idea of having a dog like that. It was, you know, please, Muchi, no dog, please, you know, like that. So the dog walked in. Everybody was aghast. How a dog walked into a living room. And by the way, the living room was on the second floor. So, you know. So they all were aghast. And Prabhupada said, all right, that's all right. He called the dog. The dog came and sat next to him. And he completed giving the class. And while he's giving the class, he's patting the dog. Like this, right? Then the dog got up and left. Prabhupada continues class, everybody forgot the fact the dog had come, gone away. Next morning, they, when they came to visit Prabhupada Darshan, they heard the dog had died. The dog had passed away. So they, they were all, they were all wondering, well, how the dog died? Did, you know, what happened? Looked like a healthy dog. How did he suddenly die? So they asked Prabhupada. He said, yes, he went back to Vekunta. <laughs> dog went back to Vekunta just because the Prabhupada patted his head nicely with love. Of course, the dog loved it. You can tell when the dogs get patted, they're so happy. You can tell in the eyes, right? Their eyes look in a certain way, and their mouth moves in a certain way. You can tell the dog really loves this, you know? Anyway, continuing. During that weekend, we devotees here congregated together to do kirtan, chanting. 
for Yashoda Mata's father at the funeral service. Yashoda Mata prepared the prashadam garland, Ganga water, Tulasi, and put Tilak on her father, which had all been done nicely and properly according to her Guru Maharaj, His Holiness, Giridhari Swami's telephone instruction. Her foster father's face looked so peaceful. His cheeks were a little pink and his body was soft. After some customary ceremonies, the body was sent to the incinerator, right? Just like we do here when you do the cremation. A few, a few hours later, the people who work in the memorial service came to us and exclaimed to us in amazement. This is quote. We have never seen anyone's ashes look so white and beautiful like jade as your father's. What happened to him? What were you chanting for him? Could you write it down for us? We want to learn and we think we can also chant while doing our service here. How amazing is that, right? Why the Lord personally appeared before someone who we consider is not a devotee proves the scriptural statement that if one is always engaged in devotional service of the Lord, all their family members will be benefited as well. This pastime is from a nice person whose name is Lin Tulip, Taiwan, 20th March, 2006. How beautiful, right? This is the Lord Nisimhadev. How much he loves us. And you know, we think, oh, but I have to do this, I have to do that, I have to get that one to do that, I have to get that one to do that. Yes, please do that. That is your service. Please do it nicely. But try to understand the most important thing the Lord is looking for is what? The love in your heart. He wants to taste the love. He also likes to have halava. The halava is your love. <laughs> Make some really nice halava and offer it to him every day and he will come to just taste the halava every day like that. And so today is Lord Nisimha Dev's appearance day. And so when we hear stories like this and we hear pastimes like this, these are actually happenings. These are not fairy tales. You know, Even if it was a fairy tale, it would be encouraging, right? But the point is, this is real. These are real stories. Uh, there's another real story of a little girl in in Durban, uh, South Africa, who was playing on the street. The ball went onto the street. She ran onto the street. And she, and she was not a, a devotee, but but she would go to the temple once in a while because her father and mother liked going to the temple because the prashadam was so nice and the kirtan was so nice. And the girl would tag along. And of all the people in the temple, she fell in love with Lord Nisimhadev. <laughs> she felt, wow, so amazing. Nisimhadev, Nisimhadev, Nisimhadev. Everything was like Nisimhadev for her. <laughs> And so she was playing ball, the ball went straight, she went on, this 18-wheeler came, couldn't stop, hit her so hard, she fell, they said, something like 50 meters away. That's quite a distance, you know what I mean? And so they rushed her to hospital, and then in the hospital, the nurse did the uh, x-ray to make sure they know which bones are broken, so how are you going to fix this person? And then when she took it to the doctor, the doctor put up the x-ray and then looked at it, and there's not one bone broken there. And they say, you brought me the wrong x-ray. You know, this person's supposed to have a lot of broken bones. <laughs> I said, no, this is a good x-ray. Do you x-ray yourself? <laughs> Whose x-ray is this? You know, I said, no, 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 this is that girl's x-ray. So they went to the girl. The father was there and they said, are you playing a joke on us? There's nothing wrong with this girl. You know? And so father said, but I saw it. He was standing there. He was watching his girl play, like all good parents watch their children play. And he saw this happen. So it wasn't... It was actually true that this happened. 
So the father said, no, it actually happened. And the girl said, he said, she said, look. And she showed, showed some marks on her hand that were uh, claw marks. And she said, well, when, this, uh, when, I, when, the, when the truck came and hit me, this wonderful personality in a single day came and he held me and his claws made a mark on my hand, you know, these sharp nails. And, and she, they looked at it and they saw it was really sharp nails. And they could tell, the doctor could tell because the doctor can tell nails, you know, because they study a lot of abuse cases. They know it's a female or a male or a bigger person or a younger person. He said, this is the nail of a lion. This is not the nail of a human being. And so they realized it was Lord and Singh who had held her and saved her. You know what I mean? And all her love was for Nisinghe there was what? She was just a simple girl who didn't know anything about philosophy, who did nothing about Krishna consciousness, but she just liked Lord Nisinghe the way he looked. You know? And when they would sing Nisinghe Pranam, she would dance. Because she was happy. She was dancing about the person I like a lot. You know? If we can be just simple-hearted, Prabhupada said, Krishna consciousness is not easy, but it is simple for the simple-hearted. We have to become simple-hearted. The beauty of the Hare Krishna movement in the beginning was people were simple-hearted. Today we're so analytical, so much analysis to paralysis, so much like just use this material method, that material method, and we're going to be a better temple, and this, that, and the other. And what we're really doing is walking away from our love for the Lord. We're walking away towards systems that are going to create more systems and more systems, and it becomes so complicated Nobody has any chance to show any love to anybody. <laughs> Everything is about goals. Make sure you get two hundred thousand uh, dollars worth of books sold in the year, and you know that's it. Chase, chase, chase. People buy my book, buy my book. You know, sponsor. So two hundred thousand reach the target. Celebrate. No, please. The books are meant so that people will read them and become nice devotees. Even if they take one book, if they read it and become a devotee, that's better than two hundred thousand books. You know, things like that. We have to go back to our basics. We can't just not do that. And so today's Lord is saying that I will be actually putting it out on on our Facebook page today that we've come up with a new structure that the idea of that structure is to promote this type of an idea. Let's get back to actually doing things with love and devotion, with transparency, so devotees know. Like at that time, the devotees knew how much money they had, everything. Everybody knew everything about the whole temple. They knew which devotee was doing what, how you can do this, how you can do that, everything. They knew what the temple president was doing. They even knew the temple president's, uh, you know, diet, what time he went to sleep, one time he got up, you know, what was his favorite way of chanting. Everybody knew everybody. <laughs> and it was such a loving... In fact, they would even sometimes share their clothing. There would be a man's hamper, and everybody throw the, dog, the, the dhotis in the hamper, and you just can't pick up the first hand. dhoti. And if you're a tall person with a short dhoti, a short dhoti, you just walk around with a mini dhoti that day. And if you're a short person, you got a big long dhoti, you roll it. You know, you keep rolling it until it becomes the right size. And they, they have this band going around there, nice fat band going around their stomach because they rolled it so much. You know what I mean? But they loved Krishna. They loved him so much. And today we are here because of that. We are actually devotees because they became nice devotees. So thank you very much. Sri Nisingadev Bhagavan Ki Jai. Prahlad Maharaj Ki Jai. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Sri Gaurabhakta Brinda Ki Jai. So if any of you would like to say something, uh, is there a mic? Anybody like to say something about a pastime or anything you'd like to say about Lord Nisingadev? You can just take this mic if there's no other mic. Is there a mic, Prabhuji, that somebody can use? Oh, please, thank you very much.
Prema Sindhu Prabhu is such a nice devotee, you know, such a sweet devotee. He always takes care of all these things and he's always very humble. Never speaks himself, just runs around, does nice service, you know. This reminds me of, of uh, the stories when I hear about uh, Jayananda Prabhu. He was like that too, you know, except that he was a temple president also. But it was very much like that. Anybody like to say anything? Yes? Oh, nice. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. So how many of you know the story of uh, Rani Kashipu meditating at Kailash and getting frustrated? Hey, Rani Kashipu, meditating in Kailash. Raise your hand. Please tell us. I don't think anybody's heard yet. So before he was petitioning Brahma for powers, he was... He was there, um, I believe his brother was there. This is in the Nishringa Purana. Right. I think it's chapter 41. And Lord Brahma was informing Narada Muni that this great demon, he's going to cause so much trouble, you know, we've got to <laughs> do something about it. So Narada, he always travels with his friend Parvata Muni. And so they went out to uh, Kailash in the form of sparrows. Hmm. And Hiranyakashipu uh, uh, was there trying to do his meditation. And he was, while he was trying to do his meditation, the birds would chant, Om Namo Narayanaya. <laughs> Those oh, two sparrows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Narada <laughs> and, and his friend. And he would become enraged and start throwing stuff. And then he decided to grab his weapons and then they flew off. But he was just too disturbed. So he went back home and took shelter of his wife, released his sexual frustration, thinking of Omnamon or Ayanaya, and that's how he, she right. got pregnant with Prahlad. <laughs> nice, very nice. Amazing how the Lord uses so many ways to bring his devotees to come. <laughs> what a sweet pastime. Anybody else? No? You're all shy. I'm sure you have a lot of nice stories to tell. <laughs> Alright, so should we do more kirtan? Yes? You can do more kirtan. And at 8.30, the uh, charnamrita will come outside and then in the park, they said. And then everybody can take some charnamrita at 8.30. Fast break. Nice. That's nice though. Uh, if any of you are really strict followers of uh, ISKCON's rules and regulations, uh, uh, dusk is at 8.40 sharp. And and then, uh, but sunset is at 8.13, 8.13. So dusk is between sunset and when it becomes complete night. So it's in between. That's called dusk. So it's neither day nor night. That's why Lord Singh there was. So that's the time when he did what he did and that's why ISKCON devotees are uh, uh, what do you call? Um, no, no, they—they're not ordered, but they're what's the other word? Encouraged, encouraged. Thank you. Suggested. A suggestion is by the uh, GBC because the GBC knows you make too many rules, then devotees will get too angry with the GBC. So, so they—they—they they, they said, okay, we suggest that you break the fast at dusk, but they're okay if you break the fast any time after sunset. Sunset is eight thirteen, just so you know. So. It's, we bring it out at 8.30, so you'll be past sunset. But if any of you like uh, pakka, strict followers, 
of ISKCON rules and regulations. I don't want to be a temple president who was criticized. He never told us. Okay? Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Lord Nisimha Deva Ki Jai.